1: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
2: morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show hour number two already all right it's five o'clock here in the bayou city all right let's run up to lake houston we got him this week no phone troubles today and let's check in with john littleton good morning john
0: hey good morning captain how are you today sir
2: couldn't be better than you
0: oh man just living the dream you know that a boy that's that's how it is you know this time of year man you know we uh so weekend bass warriors, you know, we got to get out there and catch them. Yes, that, sir. They're biting a little bit, you know, good. they start to turn on a little bit. We, you know, we get that, you know, of course it's Texas. It could change any minute, but you know, weather's pretty good. We got a full moon and you know, I mean, it's uh, water temps in the low sixties up during the day, uh, so, you know, you can't ask for a whole lot more.
2: No, the table's set. I that's, know. Uh, I know. That's a pretty good uh, combination for the weekend, you know, with those two moons yeah. and warmer water. Here we go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The wind's blowing a little bit up here this morning. I was going to try to go out today, but uh, I think I'm going to just wait and go tomorrow. we got a tournament Sunday. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, go out and – play around, see if I can find a few fish, which, you know, they're out there, man. I, you know, the fish are starting to pull up on the trees and, uh, you know, starting to get back in some of the pockets and, you know, we're catching a lot of males right now, but, you know, you'll get that, you'll get that four or five pounder here and there, you know, they're, you know, they're not giants like you hear, you know, on some of the other lakes, but, you know, they're, they're good. You know, just good fish. Right. You know, fun to catch. Kind of kind of easy to catch. Kind of like them bucks in the rut, you know?
4: <laughs> right. That's what Randy so, Deerman
2: was telling me yesterday morning from Rayburn. A lot of them bucks have, you know, pulled up on the banks. And, yeah. Uh, you're banging a lot of those, you know, two-pounders and stuff, three-pounders, and then, boom, somebody right. will catch an eight-and-a-half or maybe a nine. You know, here we yeah. go. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, um See, it wasn't last week. Week before last we had a Saturday tournament and uh we had uh the top four bags was over fifteen pounds. We had two over sixteen pounds. And uh, you know, that's not bad. Big fish, we ended up with big fish, we had a five oh four. Uh you know, so I mean we had we there were some good fish caught. I mean when you catch 15 plus pounds on pretty much any lake you know I mean that's a good bag yeah. I mean it just it just you know average five three pounders you know so that's just a, a good you know good all-around tournament bag and most of the time that'll get you a check you know so yeah did
2: you see that one-sack that guy called it Rayburn what was it last week 38 68 or something like yeah. that man yeah like, that's, wow that's a bag of toads <laughs>
0: yeah 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 it is i mean man all you can say is wow <laughs> he found them yeah that
2: just tells you about remember that sack that dusty and rusty caught on conroe that year yeah yeah oh my goodness what a dream day
0: yeah you yeah I'm busting 40
2: I, pounds like that that's that's awesome what yeah, theirs was like, what it, like forty five or something. It was it was a big sack. I mean it was just you know you never hear stuff like that.
0: No, no. When you when you catch, I had thirty six on Fayette, but now, you know that was a paper tournament, right? But and and didn't win. You know, so you know, I mean, it was Gosh. it was like unreal. But that was several years ago. Back, you know, and Fayette still really really good lake you know to go catch some good, good just average good fish you know but you get them ones too up there so but it's you know it's all good and you know and most everybody right now mickey is still throwing we're throwing little small spinner baits little smaller baits we can get in and around the trees and the cover mm-hmm. and and uh you know they're moving up so, you can, you know, they're still hungry. They're, a lot of the fish, well, probably 80%, you're not going to see on a bed. There is a couple areas on the south end that you can see them, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, they're chasing, they're going to chase that bait around, they're going to, you know, they're going to be eating. And, uh, you know, of course, all them little males, you know, you're gonna you're going to catch a lot of a lot of two pounders, you know, which is, you know, 15, 15 and a half inch fish, which are keepers, you know, in a tournament for Lake mm-hmm. Houston. But, uh, you know, you you stumble across a, you know, a good one here and there. I know I, there was a seven 11 caught this past week. Uh, I know that I think that was the biggest one that I heard of that was caught. Uh, but that's a, you know, that's a good fish. So, you know, we we'll just have to see how it goes, and you know, go out there and catch them up, and hopefully win us a little money so we can play the game the next week.
2: Exactly.
0: That's, a, that's what we do. So, but uh, been hearing some good reports from you know, Sheldon Reservoir, you know, it's yeah, it's, little sleep, well, sleep it's a little, well, it's a smaller spot. lake and
2: they, they go off early, you know, it's, uh, those bass, you know, kind of like Fayette does, those fish go yeah. off early.
0: Yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, that's a good little, good little lake to go and a lot of bank fishing over there. You know, I mean, there's areas that, you know, you can just park your vehicle on alongside the road and walk the bank. You know, I know a lot of people don't have boats and they want to go catch some fish, and you know that's that's a good little little spot to go and you know be able to do that. Uh, of course, you know it's it's better if you are out there in a boat, but you know, hey, if you don't have one, you want to go fishing. That's a good little lake to go to.
2: So of they course, keep. The, I hadn't been. I hadn't been over there in years, man. Did yeah. they keep the banks cleared enough where you know you can walk them and fish them and all that? Or is it all grown up, or what?
0: Well, there's some areas that is grown up, but there's a lot of areas that the... Now, the main part is kept up, but right down by the water, there's some reeds and stuff that's up, but a lot of the bank fishermen have that truffle down right now. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, there's quite a bit of area that you can fish, you know, from the bank. Got you. And catch. you know... You can catch a variety, you know, you can catch some little catfish, you know, you can catch some brim, you can catch a lot of other, you know, species from there, Mm -hmm. and and believe it or not, that's an awesome crappie lake. I mean, I have caught a lot of good crappie out of that lake, Uh, you know, so you can can go out there and get you some crappie, but, uh, you know, and even... You know, I was at the marina, when was it, Yes day before yesterday, and there's quite a few people catching some crappie right there around the boat ramp at Lake Houston also. Um, it was kind of a little funny story. There was a lady there, and she was just jigging a little crappie jig, and she was, you know, pulling and pulling, and she said, well, I'm hung up, but I don't want to break my line, and, you know. <laughs> She had, she had about a six pound catfish on there (laughs) and it was, she,
2: yeah.
0: And she was just pulling and, and, uh, I guess it was her husband. He was saying, you know, he didn't have a net and it's kind of, they was afraid to pick it up, you know, and, and I didn't have anything, you know, with me. And, and, uh, she was, she was fighting that catfish and, Walk him up and down that that uh, dock there, <laughs> you know, kind of tire him out a little bit. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe hopefully a bass fisherman or somebody will come in with their boat and get they got a net, you know. And uh, but it was, you know, it was a good little catfish, you know. So they were going to have a good good meal. But uh, she I, she ended up getting uh, the catfish ended up getting caught on one of the posts and uh so it was kinda hung up down there too. It had wrapped around one of the posts so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it was gonna be even tougher to get it you know, to get it in without breaking her line. So I had to leave so I you know, I didn't stick around to see what all happened. But it was it was kinda interesting there for a minute. (laughs) Yep. You can you know, if you ever get bored you can go to a boat ramp and have all kinds of fun and
2: good entertainment
0: and stuff go on. Yes, <laughs> good, good entertainment. Yep.
2: Well, is Lake Houston is the water stable now? and Is it starting to clean up any or what?
0: It is. It's it's getting. You know, it's that cool. I didn't check it this morning, but it is that cool, or or was. And and uh, right. It's. You know, again, Lake Houston, I mean, right now, the areas I'm fishing, you can see about eight inches, you know, which is, you know, good for Lake Houston. But, uh, you know, there are some other areas, like I said, down on the south end that you can see, you know, a little bit deeper than that. And, uh, if, you know, I don't see any big rains or anything in the forecast. So, hopefully they'll leave the lake alone and, and,
2: uh, yeah, we got know, a little dry up. stretch ahead of us. So that's good news for us. And I I know Livingston is just barely above pool now. So everything's starting to stabilize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, even I came back from Louisiana one day this week and I come back through, uh, Dayton Liberty area and that Trinity river still high you know, yeah. down there. So, uh, you know, I guess they're still rolling out quite a bit of
2: water. Yeah, it's it's down to about 9,000 uh, as of yesterday, about 2 o'clock. I just checked it earlier. and But uh, oh, okay. it, ta- it takes a long time for that water to actually get from the dam at Livingston to the coast here, you know, my backyard in Trinity Bay. So it'll... Uh...
0: Oh, I'm sure it does, yeah. Yeah. Well, is y'all, I mean, you know, and again, I don't know a lot about saltwater, y'all... Y'all's fishing, it sounds like it's getting
2: pretty good right now, too. Well, yeah, it's kind of up and down. I mean, down around Galveston, it's better. The water's cleaner and right. in better shape. You know, up our way, it's still real stained and ugly looking from, you know, all that San Jacinto runoff and the uh, Trendy River runoff. But it'll, Right. I don't think it was enough to move the fish. It was just enough to go over the top and uh, keep the salinity good near the bottom and, uh, if those fish move, they didn't go far. They'll return right to where they were before the flood.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what, you know, happened to us, as, you know, along with the other fish. But we were on a good bunch of fish right. before that tournament. And then they dropped the lake right at a foot in a day in about, actually a, a day in about four hours.
2: Yeah, and that's turning it loose those, right there. <laughs>
0: Wow, I mean, it's like those fish, It they were still in the area. We still caught them, but not like we were. Yeah,
2: that'll mess them up. That's a lot of water.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they were anticipating all that big rain, and it it, it just didn't happen.
2: Yeah, it know, went anything. north and east of us. That was good. Yeah. We didn't want any more. I know you
3: didn't. No. No, we
0: still got a little bit coming down, you know, from that, but, you know, it's back stabilized now and, and, you know, anybody wanting to get out there, you still got to be a little careful. There's still uh, a few treetops and stuff.
2: Floaters. and Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that, you know, whenever they pull that plug, those things, sometimes that, you know, they move all that water, that stuff breaks loose. It don't have to be a flood. That sure. causes it, you know, It's whenever they're moving that water out, it moves that stuff
2: around. So. All right, John. Well, I got to run, buddy. Good luck to you, Sunday. Okay. Break a leg, man. If somebody wants to call you, give them a number.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. They can call me on my cell, 281-222-8544. Just give me a call. All
2: right, John. Good talking to you. Sorry about last yes, week, man. We just had some gremlins, man. It was bad.
0: Oh, yeah, I I know. Yeah, I got several calls. What's
2: going on? Yeah, it happens, man. All right, buddy. You have a good weekend. Good luck to you. Later. All right. Later. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: sports radio 610 outdoor show 520 here in the bayou city all right let's go down to texas city and check in with our good friend mr dave fremont Boyd's one stop can't beat it dave what's up good morning captain mickey how are you my friend
5: hey you're doing pretty good it's uh it's good to hear you this time
2: yes it is we had uh I think the gremlin showed up right at five o'clock last week on Friday. It was bad.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was really something. I was uh, I was out there at the at the very end of the Texas City dike before it was over. I had tried to call you about oh about seven, eight, nine, ten times, and before it was over, I was standing up on top of the rocks and trying to get up in the highest spot as I could. Yeah, it you know? wasn't
2: <laughs> you. It was us. You know, with was something to do with our hard lines, you know, the phone lines. We and couldn't call out or we couldn't take calls. And then Hillman was like in Costa Rica. And I texted him and said, hey, man, we're having trouble with the phones and you can try calling. We can't even call you. It just <clears> goes blank. So, and he called and believe it or not, he got through. That was weird. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I was listening. I had no problem uh, listening to you, hearing you and such. And then uh, then when Steve called in, I said, now, how about that? I said, I'm looking across the water here, and he weighed a half out there, and, and yeah. he made it through. So, <laughs> but, And then again, uh, I guess it was yesterday, uh, they had that big outage uh, all over the country. I was thinking, hey, man, somebody does not like the sickos. They're fixing to shut us down again.
2: Yeah, but, buddy. Uh,
5: Everything everything worked out and uh, I didn't have any trouble with uh with our carrier and yesterday, but uh oh you never know in this in this age and time. It's just all everything that we depend on can uh when it comes to electronics and such and satellites and all that stuff, it can it can get it can get weird at times and it's just the way it is. But uh we didn't used to have it at all and we still survived. We oh, can survive. Yeah. we can survive if it goes out again intermittently it's an inconvenience because we've we've grown to depend on the, on the stuff but uh, it'll be all right so it's kind oh. of kind of been it kind of been slow around here uh, Mickey it's that time of year but we're right on the edge I keep saying that but we're right on the edge where fishing's going to get a whole lot better especially for the folks that that frequent the Texas City dike. Uh, We'll have the drum, the drum run coming up. We're right on the edge of that. I'm, I'm thinking just about it. it might we might even start picking up uh, this weekend. We're we'll probably depending on how much fishing pressure we have. Uh, we'll probably have enough folks out there fishing on the dive to, to uh, catch a couple of those big old drums.
2: Well, I don't it's know getting getting to be big, big ugly season, you know, and the sheephead are already showing their face. A lot of sheephead being caught. So here we go coming
5: yeah yeah that is a that's a fact there has been some sheephead reports i've seen them they've uh there's a good population of them sheephead man do they catch them out there at the jetties uh, they just man they just hang around them old rocks out there just thick. hey you can always uh you can usually when i used to fish galveston quite a bit we catch quite a few of them off of the uh the rock growings that extend out off the beach and uh you catch some around there and of course along those piers and such the north uh, i say north the um uh, off its bio that's what's what i'm trying to think off its bio there off of 61st street uh mm-hmm. is another good spot there's a lot of areas down there that uh people can fish along the riprap and in in the rocks the problem this last week or so has been uh, that the uh, crab moratorium where that they shut down the crabbing season for 10 days has uh been in effect and so being able to purchase crabs has been a little tough i understand uh, some fishermen have said they've still been able to get them up around some of the um the asian markets and uh fiestas uh, mm-hmm. up in houston and i guess uh they're probably um Picking those up from uh, Louisiana and such. I don't know when they sh- when they shut theirs down, but they do the same the same thing over there. But I think it's usually at a different a different time in uh, February or early March. But uh, right. anyway, we're to have some crabs coming back in the next week or so. They'll put the traps back out, and my crabbers will be at it. And now I think as the water gets warmer and warmer, the uh, crabs will be picking up as well.
2: Nothing like fresh blue crab. It's good stuff. Speaking of uh crustaceans, how's crawfish looking?
5: Man, up and down like a yo yo. I mean <laughs> I bet this, it is. It's driving y'all crazy, man, isn't it? <laughs> it? It's uh it's really it's really been difficult to say the least. And then we'll have a we'll have like a, a light at the end of the tunnel and uh oh I guess it's probably been four Four days ago, maybe five, uh, we had a real good uh, bunch come in and and uh, and in good numbers. Had had quite a few, in fact. Uh, Jason made a little old TikTok post and and gave out a little information about it as well, and was saying that it was the best best day of the season. And he showed a picture of some of some real nice size ones. I mean, like like the ones we're used to seeing, and and even bigger. wasn't very many. But it was like hope, you know, that uh, there was going right. to be some, some good things yet to come. And and he mentioned to me last night, like it was uh, oh, pretty close to midnight when we was uh, texting each other, just getting an update. But the, uh, the ones that came in the, uh, late last night, early this morning, was a few slim pickings, to say the least. And uh, Man. so it doesn't look like we're going to have any available to... Uh, to cook for the uh, Cajun Grill or the uh, the Santa Fe location, and we've we've had it open. We've had the Santa Fe location open uh, most every day this week, and um, and it's been good to see the folks and uh, everybody's been happy and excited about that. Not so much about the price, but we've he's done his best. He's been anywhere from three or four or five dollars a pound cheaper than in the market that i tested and looked around has it uh, uh it's just been really tough i we, we had it that da- when i say down people are still going to frown and want to throw stuff at me but we've had the price 788 a pound um <laughs> for for craw- for cooked crawfish and uh and uh you know last year at this time it was um, about half of that and just oh, really no, tough man. but it... but but all yet you had, go down the road a mile uh, or Couple of miles heading towards Alvin or even a little bit north, and uh, and then down in Galveston, they're still around $12, dollars 12 95 a pound cooked. Oh, but man. uh, e- even at that, uh, and, and I don't blame them, we don't, uh, I, I don't eat an awful lot of crawfish myself, I'm a shrimp kind of guy, but uh, for a lot of folks, they like them and and and. For some people, they go, "Hey, we're going to get through it." In the meantime, we're going to eat crawfish still, and they do. So we're just trying to do the best we can to to, to make it available and also keep the keep the farmers uh, going over there in Louisiana because um, we built up a real good rapport with those fine, hardworking folks, and they've got uh, crews that uh, that need to work, so they're going out there and getting them. But they're spending an awful lot of money to. And getting very very low yield low catch and it's a broken right. record right now and a lot of people don't want to hear it but it's just really difficult but uh we'll just continue on jason told me last night he said it's going to get better and i believe him i think it will and uh well i hope they're uh they're geared up to go out there and uh, do some good crawfish fishing today and and, uh, and get a good catch Got a bright moon uh, out there. I made my ride out, ride out to the end of the dike earlier, and uh, temperature was uh, was in the low 60s. And uh, the little, little front made its way through. It felt good, and uh, yes. big old uh, bright moon shining, and uh, and the skies were clear. And uh, I think it's going to be a real pretty day today. You there, Dave? Yeah, I still, oh. still made it, still here. I took a breath.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it was so quiet, I thought, man, I lost the guy.
5: I was yapping so much. I said, man, i got to give Mickey a turn here. <laughs> no, but, uh, it's
2: uh, <laughs> have, Did you see anybody fishing a dike when you went out to the inn this morning?
5: Very, very few. I think, uh, as I mentioned, we're going to probably be able to see uh, folks showing up with the big rods and if they can find crab, but crab's not the only thing. I mean, those old drum eat just about anything, but they yeah. sure do like they like crabs, and they'll sit out there and eat eat oysters like it's uh, popcorn, uh, shell and all. Now, those mm. those are some there are some really really tough fish, but uh, not so much. But I think uh, there'll be be some people out there to, uh, today and this weekend. It's going to be. It's pretty. It's going to be very, real nice, but it's been uh, it's been really slow lately. It's just that that time of year. It's just yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a
2: lot of folks fishing right now.
5: Yeah. If you do want to fish, especially bank fishing, uh, there's uh, very low pressure. There's not too many folks. I made you a ride out you to a the spot. Flood. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah.
5: yeah. There's find your rock, and there's plenty of them out there. Yeah, the uh, floodgate was also. Uh, Sparsely populated, not too much going on out there as well, but uh, there's still some areas over there where you can park and walk down the sky, uh, the levee and and uh, and fish a bit. I don't know how. What's the wind forecast today? Is it
2: still supposed to north start? North 15 to 20 for the coast? Yeah. Um,
5: yeah, that'll
2: that'll give an opportunity to for folks that want to fish the
5: Texas City Channel from the dike. You can uh, take that wind with you and sail out, sail that bait way on out into the channel, and yeah. uh, and and hunker down there and uh, and make a real pretty day of it. Uh, I uh, Boyd's uh, earlier had some live bait, and I I would uh, suspect that they still do, and uh, and had some finger mullet as well. As I mentioned, I don't believe we're going to have any live crawfish uh, and such, but you can call that old number of 409-945-4001 and uh, listen to the updated recording when they when they put it on about oh, somewhere around eight o'clock or so. But uh, you can punch through the menu and actually make it to the counter and talk to someone if you need to ask them a question uh, with any kind of details, and uh, and they'll have a. Most everything else there, but it's still slim pickings for for crawfish, Mickey. But uh,
2: that's understandable. Like, I mean, everybody was warned way ahead of time the way it was looking for this season. You know, behind that drought, like it was. So, I mean, it yeah. just uh, there's plenty Man, of it, good things to eat: it, crab and shrimp. It, How, how's your uh, shrimp look for uh, you know table fare shrimp, table shrimp? St-
5: we're still still real good this week when when we were cooking crawfish over at uh, santa fe uh, jason uh sent some real nice 912s well, actually they were headed so they're 1620 to a pound uh of those big shrimp and we were boiling those up uh, mm-hmm. along with all the corn and taters and mushrooms and such but he had mm-hmm. a uh had a nice deal going on with those i think uh so there, we do have the, the 912s available and the 1620 tails there in uh, Boyd's in Texas City. And um, so if uh, somebody wants to go the shrimp route, which I always like to do, they'll they have those rascals over there for you. Yeah.
2: There's always something for somebody. So uh, we'll see. It just, it's just not looking, you know, from what I'm hearing and seeing, you know, from here to louisiana it's just just gonna be a tough year
5: yeah it's uh I, I really really feel for them everybody's uh come to expect that you know every every year but you never know when uh this whole world's gonna throw you a curveball we had a we had a, a bunch of them curveballs during that that covid season and uh you just you just never know when something like that'll happen but but uh i like to always keep saying this too shall pass and uh and things ought to get better and we'll be able to just put it down to something that happened in our lifetime. But it's, it's a tough deal. I've been, uh, with, with working with crawfish with Jason for between 10, 13 years now or so. And by far, this is the worst. And he was doing it for quite a few years before that. And, uh, without a doubt, this is, uh, this is tough. This has been rough and uh, don't know exactly, uh, what next year is going to bring, but uh, with the right kind of weather and and a little bit of hope, um, it ought to be better than this one's shaping up to be. But hey, it ain't even March yet, so we're, if things uh, kind of turn around a little bit, we still got several months, and uh, I believe there'll be a lot of crawfish eating before before they pull the plug on the on the rice fields and stuff uh, for this season. But we'll see what happens. We just keep our chin up and keep going.
2: That's it. We'll get there. All right, well, buddy. Yes, well, hey, throw out some info if somebody wants to get a hold of Boyd's or come down and what have you.
5: Okay, Mickey. As I mentioned, we're we're still in Texas City at 227 Dyke Road, 409-945-4001. And uh, looking forward to seeing some folks come on out and get you a little bit of bait and buy a fish hook or two and sit out on the dyke and, and have a real good day with the kiddos.
2: Go drown some shrimp. You bet, man.
5: Mickey, right. I thank you. I appreciate it, thank and it was you, good to talk to you.
2: All you right. got it. Likewise, my friend. See you, man. See, it. See right. you. Bye-bye. All right. That's Dave Fremont down in Texas City at Boards One Stop. All right. It's time for a break. you listen to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back.
3: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 540 here in the Bayou City. Let's go check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning. Mr. Hillman, what's up? Good morning. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm I'm here. It's all good. How are you doing?
4: Doing good. Just trying to uh, get back in the groove for a couple of days.
2: Yeah. Welcome back to the real world.
4: Yeah, no kidding. It's kind of weird. It's dark right now here, you know, back home. But Costa Rica gets daylight at like 515. <laughs> it's crazy. Right.
2: Well, they don't have time change down there. No, and they're closer to the equator, I think, is the
4: main reason. I think they get like freaking 12 and a half, 13 hours of daylight every day. It's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, but no, uh, we got home, I guess, uh, day before yesterday. So we were there for, I think, six days.
2: It's hard to leave a place like, like that, isn't it? gosh
4: yeah it really is it's <laughs> paradise
2: it really is yeah, It's it's so beautiful
4: but no it was fun it was a kind of a bucket list thing for me i'd never done anything like that and uh of course we stayed with with bubba michelle pile friends of mine they had a place over there for a couple of years and uh i tell you man they had all this they had everything lined out for us i mean bubba had all of our fishing trips planned and everything we we got in about 11 o'clock last Thursday night, and uh, and uh, Friday morning, get up at 4 o'clock and fished Friday, fish Saturday, took off Sunday, did some other stuff, and fished Monday. It was, uh, it was pretty hardcore. It was fun. But knocked a lot of stuff off, of, uh, off my list, man. We caught uh, caught sailfish, tuna, uh, snook. And we caught a lot of stuff in between, you know, Dorado, Cabrera Snapper. Um, I can't remember just a bunch of other stuff in between, but it was, I guess, my favorite thing was, was, uh, was bill fishing, was, right. you know, sit, catching those selfish and, and of course, praying that you get a marlin on, which, which we never did, but we caught plenty of selfish. But, mm-hmm. uh, but that was pretty cool. But the first day, first day we, we jumped on uh, a buddy has, buddy there's a boat it's got a uh 58 foot biking got a nantucket real nice guy and, and uh they're pre-fishing for one of the tournaments so asked us if we we wanted to come along and, and uh we caught and we caught all all sales and we, we saw one boat catch a marlin one boat not far from us caught a, caught a marlin a blue marlin and then we caught a, a a big Dorado and some other stuff, but that was, that was me getting my feet wet for the first time. That was pretty incredible, man. It was the water there and, and, uh, just the people. And you learn a lot of stuff about, they're just a totally different style of fishing than what I'm used to. You know, I know uh, I have a lot of friends here that do that, but I've never done it. But you ever been down there?
2: Yeah. Years back in the eighties. And then I went, uh, once in the eighties, once in the nineties. Yeah yeah but it's back it's in the changed day when it. i did some traveling you
4: know went a gotcha. lot of places right but i was talking to some of the locals down there and uh this one guy has been guiding down there for 35 years and he was telling me how there was only a handful of guides right <laughs> 25 30 years ago i oh, mean sounds like and home and doesn't I, it <laughs> and I, I said man that, i said that that sure sounds familiar yeah but it's uh, about that yeah and there's a tournament like every two or three days there's another one today i think that started yesterday the triple crown or something i can't remember the name of it but uh but it's fun man watching these boats watching they got a live leaderboard when you come in and you know i always hear james and cameron and them talk about all this billfish and stuff and these leaderboards and and how many sails and how many marlin and and I, i mean i've I'm like, okay, that sounds cool, but man, when you when when you're down there and you do it and you see right. it and you know what's involved, you can get addicted to that stuff. I mean, I we come in and we're we're sitting there at this uh, little bar restaurant called The Hookup, and, and they've got the leaderboard there, and me and Bob are just sitting there following that. Okay, there's you know Sea Angels on number one right now, and then there's some other boat mm-hmm. that pops up. You know, it's it's pretty cool watching them, but. Uh, but, yeah, here we are back back home. I'm back home for a couple of days. I was supposed to fish today, and uh, I was supposed to go to Matagorda, and I looked at fish weather. Man, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be blowing like crazy by like seven or eight yeah. down there, like 25, 26 knots. But right now, I looked a while ago, it's only blowing like 10 miles an hour. It's well, blowing like 15 here. So I guess, I don't know, maybe we, we haven't got that reinforcement area yet.
2: No, it hadn't front. pushed all the way off yet. Uh, well, I'm showing uh, Port O'Connor's 14. Matagorda's about 10, 13 here. And uh, it just hadn't hadn't reinforced and pushed in yet. It hadn't even cleared the coast down south of Corpus yet. Right. It's yeah, I would have done it. Port Aransas, it's gone north at 9, but... Uh, you know, just right, in Laguna Madre. It's eleven out of the uh, northeast, looks like, or east. So it's gotcha. it hadn't quite cleared the coast down there. Gotcha.
4: But now it's I would have fifteen
2: uh... at Morgan's Point, thirteen at the Jetties, and uh, fourteen at the old Rollover Pass. Used <laughs> to be yeah. all over. Right.
4: Yeah. I would have done it, but um. We were drifting and I just oh man, that's just kind of a risky proposition drifting in that stuff, you know. Yeah. Especially where the were we,
2: down there drifting, you know, that wind for it.
4: Exactly. Yes, big time. Yeah, they're only in like a couple of couple of places down there. Every time I that's weird, man. We were talking the other day, every every time I go down there we end up going to the same deck deck gun place. Like same three spots every time, just mm-hmm. about. They've been living there for, like, three years. But um, but you can catch a few fish waiting, but it, it seems like drifting's been better. And when you can't get out in the middle, it's just, it kills you. And then the tides have been so low, too, man. I looked at the tide chart for today and tomorrow and, and uh, starting out at, like, negative 0. 0.6. And, right. and then it doesn't peak out till like, right at dusk creeps in all day that's just that's not really a good setup well, there won't
2: be much creeping in with the north wind you know so no exactly Exactly. on water today other than wind yeah. driven current
4: yep exactly but now i'm gonna uh, I'm gonna fish here tomorrow it's supposed to be nice tomorrow and uh sunday morning uh rolling out to go to arkansas for four or five days to go fly fishing in the White River. So <laughs>
2: When's that? When are you doing that?
4: I'm leaving early Sunday morning. We're gonna leave it at like five in the morning. We're driving and then we're gonna we're gonna fish Sunday afternoon and then uh Monday and Tuesday and then come home Wednesday. Then I'll Boy, Steve
2: Hillman with a fly rod in his hand. I gotta see I is. you
4: know I haven't done it in about twenty years and hopefully it's like riding the bicycle. Yeah. Hopefully nothing to it you i don't, I don't think all it is. yeah i don't think it is i think i'm going to need a little more practice than the other fellows but uh. <laughs> roll cast <calves, laughs>
2: you can do it there's nothing to it yeah but they go these guys it's just some guys what, are y'all gonna, what do y'all fish for rainbows or what
4: yeah rainbows and uh and brown trout mainly. there's like five different species there that they catch yeah. but it's mainly rainbows and browns they catch some big ones they got Just some real big mouths. ones. But, uh I don't you know, I think I have heard them mention some, a few smallmouth bass in there. But yeah. uh, but no, Frank, it's Frank Mastretta, Rusty Plackmeyer and then Kent. They've been going the guys that fish me, been fishing me forever and uh you know you know how it is. You, you, all these guys fish with you through the years and you become good friends and and uh
2: Oh we yeah. hang out a little I mean, bit, I, together. you know. I've got our, customers like that and then when they book somebody who want to go with them, they always get me to hop along. I love that. It's, that's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. Still and they, fishing together, you know? Yeah, it's fun, man. It is. And, uh, well, there's just some guys you have, you could, you could fish with them anytime, any way, anyhow. You that's know, It's it. fun to fish with. They get it. James yeah. sent me a text while we were talking about your Costa Rica trip. He said, 39 sails and one marlin are leading right now. Okay. So that's. I saw forty four. He didn't say what 100. boat, but he he said that thirty nine that's forty fish. That's yeah, pretty. gosh. Oh yeah,
4: that was I saw that one there was only I think there was only one Marlin caught yesterday. But uh Well that must God, be it, the one he caught. sent me. Yeah, he's he and they I think it had forty three sails, one Marlin, something like that. But whatever yeah. he just said. Uh, uh, to see, to see something, gosh dang, I can't, see, he probably knows all these boats, and knows the names of the captains, and the deckhands, and everything, oh yeah. I, but uh, but anyway, yeah, man, um, so Franklin had been inviting me for years to go on this trip, and I finally bit the bullet, and uh, golly, I'm kind of regretting it, I mean, I'm coming off the heels of this Costa Rica trip, and, and finally starting to get acclimated for a couple days here, and now I got to turn right back around on, and leave again, but pretty much just shot the month of February for me. (laughs) I'm spending money instead of making money, but I mean, you got to do it. It's a
2: good time of year to get away and do that. I mean, there's, you know, it's, you know, we're not, we're far from being stable right now around here. He said that boat's name was Mama Cita. Mama Mama Cita, Cita. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's the one Mama
4: Cita. That's exactly right. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, you're right. I mean, February, January, February, god you don't even even if you book the entire month which i never do you might get to run half your trips you know yeah if
2: it's a good season yeah you'll get half yeah. of them in. and that's on our part of the coast down south a little bit different everybody's wading
4: they can they can find protection from the wind yeah uh, we don't really down there we don't really have, necessarily have that luxury and and we talk about this a bunch i i just simply don't have the wade fishermen that i used to have i have probably on average this time of year when I should have more waiters, I have more drifters than I used yeah. to, you know, right. and that kind of hurts you, but Hey man, it is what it is. What do you do? You know, I guess we ought to be thankful that we do this for a living. There's a hell of a lot worse things we could be doing. Right. True. You could be well, a
2: politician.
4: Yeah. That's your dream job. <laughs> yeah. No, no comment. No comment. Haters
2: going to hate. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, that's well. it,
4: man. Not, not a lot to report. Just a little bitty old. Uh,
2: just a little, got a little taste of paradise there for for a few days. Stay I'm gonna try to find you a way. You. You'll end up down there with the rest of them. Well, now I
4: got to come back here and catch like 16-inch trout, and I'm like, God, what in the hell? How am I going to have fun that's doing this? That's too small should... <laughs> a bait to troll with down there.
2: <laughs> oh, I was
4: showing, I was showing some of these guys pictures, you know, while we were sitting at the bar. And they're like, Oh my God, that's like bait, man. It and is I'm bait. I'm like, No, that's a, that's a four and a half pound trout. That's not bait.
2: That 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 just barely catches Marlins' attention. That'd, that's exactly. That's like a cheetah. Exactly. That's right. All right, brother. Well, hey, man, I'm glad you're back in town, and that it sounds like you're feeling better getting rid of that old crud that everybody's floating the, around with the, right now. But Yeah, uh, it's, it's been
4: a, a brutal deal, but, yeah, I'm on the tail end of it now. But Yeah,
2: 409-256-7937. All right, Hillman. Well, you have a good day. Always good talking to you. Glad you're back. Good talking to you, man. All right, appreciate it, Mickey. Thank Later, you. Later, my friend. All right. All right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll we'll be back in the morning bright and early right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.